0: up witches i'm taylor and i'm amber
1: and this this is is
0: waking up the witch
1: we're your neighborhood witches each week we talk about all things witchy and connect with other humans in a storytelling format about navigating life on this floating rock we're two curious
0: ladies trying to understand the human experience but while we do that we think it's important to honor the
1: people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we are always open to feedback on how we can do better. The views
0: and opinions of our guests don't necessarily reflect the views and opinions of waking up the witch. Now, let's go, ghouls.
1: (laughs) Hi, Taylor. How are you? I'm really great. How are you? You know, I'm pretty great. Fuck yeah, feeling good, <laughs> vibing high. Me too. What a week it has been. Like, Yeehaw, cowboy! <laughs> it's just been so fabulous. Yeah. Um, we did our very first witchy night at mm. Pascal's this week. Yeah. Um, sorry, dear listeners, for not the heads up via the podcast. It kind of just. Came out of nowhere. It just happened. Yeah, but that's how it's supposed to be. And now we know and it'll be happening monthly every fourth Thursday. Correct. At, at Pascal's, Pascal's. In Talent. Talent, yeah. Phoenix.
0: <laughs> in Talent, Oregon. Um, we will be pulling cards, like cleansing
1: your crystals. Releasing what's no longer serving mm-hmm. us. Yahida, she's one of the most amazing women that i know here in southern Mm -hmm. oregon she is a one of the bartenders there or wine tenders manager yeah Mm -hmm. a manager and she brought this little uh glowy tree that she has and had everyone write down what they're wanting to release and tie it onto the tree and on the next full moon she's going to burn them live Mm -hmm. on the pascals feed um, so she can help release everyone's bullshit yep. that they want to get rid of, which I think is just such a Amazing. beautiful idea. So she'll probably always do that as well, I think.
0: There was an older woman there, probably like 75, cleans- or clearing people's chakras. Yeah. Which was really cool.
1: Yeah, she had these beautiful chakra chimes and just kind of intuitively felt where people needed adjustments and did sound tuning for them. It was mm-hmm. pretty wild and magical. We great. all kind of piled in there without really any expectation or knowing. It was okay. so
0: fucking busy. <laughs> Holy shit. I've never even seen that place like yeah, a quarter of
1: that busy. No. It, I did not expect that when I pulled up. The witches and witchy curious came yes. out and <laughs> it was Kurt's so like, amazing. Oh, so you showed up an hour late and had
0: to park <laughs> like a,
1: a mile away?
0: <laughs> Basically.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: It was great. I thought there were probably going to be 10 to 15 people. Yeah. Not 50 to
1: 75 people. No, There were so many people. And uh, I had a little table set up. I brought a few items from my shop that people could purchase if they wanted. Mm-hmm. And a few Oracle decks and my tarot to read for people. And once I had the first person sit down at my table, I did not get up until 930. And that was at like 615. It, it was, was supposed non- to end at 8. Yeah. It was nonstop people. Mm-hmm coming like do you have a line can I come next I'm so good where do I sign up it was so exciting like I've never done anything like that personally Mm -hmm. and it was really fun because I just 100% trusted my intuition and allowed my intuition to you know take inspiration from the cards Mm -hmm. rather than trying to see what the book has to say about the cards I just really was like this is how we're doing it today. And it was so spot on for everybody, Mm -hmm. which was really exciting. And everyone was just blown away um, by what we were all doing and the magic that they were receiving and the the guidance they were receiving. Just uh, there was a lot of the same themes that night, too, I Mm -hmm. felt with people that kept coming up. So, I don't know. I just loved it. I like, we were so buzzy afterwards. Yeah, I
0: also, so I've never like read tarot for strangers no. before. <laughs> and I was, and you were like, just get in there. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> she showed up. And I was on like,
1: TikTok. <laughs> I know you thought about maybe not reading, but you need to read. These people will not stop coming.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. And so I just started, I, okay, I didn't, I like, okay, I trusted my intuition, but also don't it just I just was talking just whatever came out of my <laughs> mouth I chandling. said it and then everybody's like oh my god that is like so spot on and I'm like oh <laughs> okay I don't know and some was. I was like I don't know I feel like you need to like do you bike and he was like yeah and I'm like okay well like I feel like you're being called to like get on your bike and like do this and um maybe not wear your headphones, but like pay attention to like what's going around you. And then I really think that like there's animal signs being called in. So like, Mm. I feel like you'll get down. He's the only person that night too, that I was like, I feel like you will receive your downloads while you're biking. And I was like, I don't know if you're like a creative person. And if you feel like that's blocked or whatever, but like you will find your creative inspiration on the bike. Mm. And then after he goes, how'd you know i was a biker i'm like i i don't know i didn't and he was like what the
1: fuck and i was like
0: what the fuck i don't know i have no idea i'm literally just talking
1: he's like looking around to see if he has any like biker yeah he was like looking at his outfit anything like on himself just to give
0: it away. And i was like i don't know and then it got really loud in there and another girl was like um can you repeat what you just said and i was like no i have no idea what i just said <laughs> yeah. pay
1: attention. we're just flowing here (laughs) oh my god so
0: for me it was really weird to channel and trust my like not even trust my intuition just say whatever came forward and people being like wow
2: Mm -hmm. how did you
0: know and i'm like i don't fucking know i'm just talking (laughs) and it was just every single person except for maybe one was like oh my god and i think that that person Needed to dig deeper, cause totally. I pulled the same fucking card in a different. It said the same thing yeah. in a different way, like four times, and yeah. I'm like, I don't know what else to tell you. It's like all right here. <laughs> Work on yourself. <laughs> I don't know, but um, it, it's very confidence. Yeah, totally, for me. totally.
1: Yeah, it was kind of was that like your first professional reading experience basically ever yeah Yeah. i read stuff on tiktok like four times maybe maybe, like maybe a little bit for clients have you pulled so much yet for clients no oh okay so that was straight up Mm -hmm. your first experience and like with strangers Mm -hmm. people you don't know i'm offering it with clients but i
0: haven't really done it yet because i don't know if i'm supposed to do it while they're in the chair, or if I should like have them still in the bowl detoxing mm-hmm. when I pull the cards and let them like meditate on it, or give them the option. I haven't really worked it all out. Yeah,
1: way. ask your higher self. <laughs> hey, girl, it <what> was. <laughs> yeah, that was that was such an incredible experience. I'm so fucking grateful. I can't wait to do for it, it. Me too. Um. I'm pretty sure we have marked on the calendar for the one in March. I will be doing a collective drumming Mm -hmm. journey for people. It'll be a reservation style one. So um, keep an eye on Pascal's Instagram and get on their newsletter if you're not, because that's where you'll find the information about how to reserve your spot for that one.
0: Yeah, we'll also post.
1: Yeah, we'll share on our Instagram as well. But I will be doing a drumming journey for people, whoever reserves their spot for that one. It'll be part of it. And then I'm sure we'll do readings and stuff again, too, after that. Mm -hmm. So I'm just excited to see what gets birthed from this experience. The owners were blown away and, like, not knowing really what to expect. And everyone was just celebrating at the end. We got to hang out and, like, share champagne with everybody and just be in awe of the experience we all had i definitely feel like we
0: are really seeing everything like all control like there's we have no control over how this is going to develop or what's going to be brought forward yeah or how we're going to grow or how other people are going (laughs) to grow like it's whatever is gonna unfold is just gonna happen the way it's supposed to and Mm -hmm. it's pretty crazy
1: it is beautiful pretty fucking crazy (laughs) Yeah, that, I'm
0: ready. Bring it on! Hell yeah! <laughs> like that fires me up.
1: Yeah, I like even the next morning, I was just like, I'm still so, so excited my about whole body what happened. Tingling, <laughs> yeah, straight yeah. up vibrating. <laughs> like my blood pressure. <laughs> it was very thrilling and just so wonderful to connect with our community in that way, and to see the turnout and see how much people are craving these types of experiences too. And that was
0: very, very short notice. Like, how many people are going to be there next time with a whole month's notice? Oh,
1: yeah, and like
0: people talking about yeah, it. Yeah,
1: it. They came out uh on their newsletter the week before the event. I
0: yeah, I haven't even summoned my like <laughs> groups. Yeah, <laughs> it's be crazy.
1: Yeah, I can't wait. So fun. so fun. I can't wait either. So put on your calendars if you're in Southern Oregon and desire this type of community connection. Um. Mm -hmm. fucking incredible every fourth Thursday and I don't know if the time will change because clearly we needed more time than what they had originally scheduled so I know they're workshopping that but Mm -hmm. just to put it in your minds for now and we'll do our best to keep our Instagram updated with that information for those who want to join holy fuck yeah highlight of my week of my year (laughs) Yeah, so fucking great it's
0: crazy because before I even pulled up into that place. I was like into the winery. I was thinking like, what a fucking good day I've had. I was just every person and everything. I was just like so grateful. And I was like, cool. Like I'd be happy if it ended like this today. And then just to like add on to it. I was like magic, magical, magical day. Yeah. The yeah.
1: Best. It was so good. So I'm, I think I'm still just like, I mean, that was two days ago for us now. I'm just like, so fucking grateful really is the all I can say so grateful for the opportunity and the connection and I really feel too like you and I became a part of the Pascal's family that night oh yeah big time hanging out after everything and they're all so
0: funny and fun they're wonderful pure and lovely (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's lovely Um, we have a super special guest today.
1: It is one that we've been anticipating the long and awaited for. arrival. Joey. Joey. <laughs> if you've been listening, if you're caught up, we've mentioned his name just about every single episode. Yep. We've officially dubbed him the waking up the witch mascot mascot. (laughs) Good luck charm. Yes. (laughs) When we don't talk about him, shit goes wrong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, He's such a huge part of my spiritual growth and development and just a huge part of my life. One of, again, another amazing person that I know and have connected with and, truly someone who will be a lifelong friend Mm -hmm. he's so special and I'm so grateful that he agreed to be a guest here on waking up the witch and use his voice and story because it is one that really is so important and needs to be told and I think a lot of people are going to resonate with what he's been through and his experience in life Um, and then we also just kind of talk a little bit about how he and I started practicing together and realizing that we both kind of helped each other wake up again. So that's kind of fun. Yeah. It was magical. I can't wait to share it with you. Mm-hmm.
0: And my first like really time connecting with Joey as well.
1: Yeah. I think the only other time you actually Face talked time. to him was the very first time we were recording our intro. I wow. think.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like it's true. he was at the beginning of that. I just now realized that. Yeah. And we just had a quick little your, FaceTime with him. In your little room <laughs> at in your my house. my little room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when this was still just a baby seed of an idea. <laughs> now it's a thing. It's a real life thing. So Yay. enjoy finally meeting <laughs> the infamous Joey. We hope you love this episode. Enjoy. Welcome everyone to another episode of Waking Up the Witch. Let's just take a moment to get grounded in our breath. If you are able to, go ahead and close your eyes. Plant your feet on the ground if you feel called to. And let's start with a great big deep inhale together, breathing in. And release. And another big breath in together. And release. And this last one, let's hold it at the top. Breathe in. And release. Just take a moment here to notice your body and how it feels. No judgment, just stepping into your body, fully being present here in this moment. Noticing any thoughts that come through. Just allow them to pass. I'd like to call in our guides and spirit team and our higher selves to be here with us today. I'm so excited for this episode and our very special guest, and I would just like to invite in yummy goodness, beautiful energy here to wrap us all in love, calming our nerves Helping us to stay present together, sharing in many laughs, helping the collective find themselves again in someone else's story, helping us to share and be a little more vulnerable today. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hi, Taylor. Hello. Hi, Joey. Hi, Joey.
0: <laughs> oh, hi. <laughs> Finally. The day has
3: come. I feel like this is a like much-anticipated episode. I feel like it I've is. got some big shoes to fill.
1: <laughs> you do. No, no pressure. <laughs> uh, sweet, dear listener, if you've been listening, uh, you've heard Joey's name a few times. Probably every episode. He's another... <laughs> best friend of mine um -hmm. he's a fantastic bitch my lovely cunt i love him (laughs) (laughs) and he's been a big part of my spiritual uh journey especially here in my like late 20s and 30s and he's just someone who's so fucking incredible and beautiful and wise and hilarious (laughs) like you can always count on him to make you laugh and he's a brilliant artist and just someone who I adored greatly. So oh, thank you. <laughs> so fucking grateful and excited to finally bring Joey to the rest of you. <laughs>
0: Ooh, welcome, Joey. Welcome, Joey.
3: Hi, thank you.
1: <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you other than all those other things?
3: <laughs> oh, well, I mean, my reputation precedes itself. <laughs> I am a loud, fantastic bitch. Um, yes. so, <laughs> you know, Amber and I kind of have the same, uh, past. We both kind of grew up in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, we both lived in Germany.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so that's weird. So weird. Like, all, like be, basically at, like, at the same time.
3: <laughs> yeah. Almost. Well, I think as I was leaving, you were just moving there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, the so I grew up was in the just military. Us. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we were just we were just rav- gravitating around each other's auras yeah. until we finally
1: <laughs> one day clashed. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> the big bang.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Love that. But yeah, so I, I grew up in the military, so we moved around uh in my family, we moved around like clockwork every 3 years or so. Um which I would say attributed a lot to my um sort of ability to to you know be a chameleon and sort of mm-hmm. adopt whatever culture I was being thrown into um you know as i as I was going along, and it also helped me to like not really give a shit about what people thought because. Mm -hmm. If I didn't like you, you were going to be gone in three years anyway. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so we, I I grew up in the military. My dad was pretty conservative. Um, Religion was sort of a point of convenience when it came to my parents. Mm,
0: What Um, do you mean by that?
3: You know, well, they, they weren't super religious. We didn't go to church every mm-hmm. Sunday, as it were, and, you know, they really didn't bring up religion as as uh, in, you know, conversation or whatever. Uh, but when it was convenient for them to stand behind that religious conviction, um, that was when they would play that card. Right. Um,
1: how can so, <laughs>
3: we? yes, it, it was definitely their main platform when it came to my coming out experience.
0: Right, that's what so, I was wondering. Yeah,
1: uh, how is that? If you feel like sharing, if you feel open to that.
3: So, <laughs> um, so my my. My upbringing, so I I grew up with my my dad and my stepmother from the age of nine onwards. Um, My my parents divorced when I was nine. And then uh, we were living with my dad and my stepmother. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we were living in Germany at the time. Uh, It was coming up on that three-year mark where we're going to be moving back to the States. I had already graduated from high school. Uh, So I was just working, um, living at home. Uh, Kind of waiting for us to return back to the states. I was saving money. I was going to plan on, you know, making my exit at that time. I was around 18. Um, I come home from work one day, and turns out my stepmother had gone in to my room, found my journal, read it, Um, and that's kind of how I came out. And what a (laughs) fucking asshole. I know, it it was kind of an asshole move. Um, That just
0: takes so much power away from you in that situation. That's so upsetting. I'm so sorry.
3: Anyway, well, long story short, they didn't take it well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so the funny part is that my dad, he's such a mama's boy. He called his mother, my grandmother, and she's about 50 years older than I am. So I was 18. She was 68. Um, He calls her and he's like, do you know what I just learned about Joey? And, and she was like, you didn't know. (laughs) 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 So uh, after after all of that happened, you know, there was this big blowout with me and my, my dad, um, I ended up staying with my sister, Tracy, who lived on a farm in Germany at the time. So I went and stayed with her for the night. Um, I bought a plane ticket and moved back t- to the States uh, by myself. And I moved, I moved in with my other sister, Kelly, for a little while. I stayed with her for a few months. Um, and that was kind of, you know... How I started just my adulthood, I suppose, Um, and navigating through, like, trying to be self-sufficient, you know?
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's already hard when you're that age. And then you are also like, great, now my whole family has disappeared, basically, and I'm awful in their eyes. So then you're navigating. Right. Right. Where Those was your
0: um, like birth mother and your relationship with her during this?
3: So, um, she was. I, I my mom's had a hard life mm-hmm. herself, and she wasn't. She wasn't in a place to you know take me in mm-hmm. and support me uh, by any means. She was just trying to support herself. Um, I'm not really sure where she was at the time when I. Was moving mm-hmm.
2: transcontinentally,
3: um, but you know she did. She did call me. She was super upset with with mm-hmm. my dad and how he handled everything. Um, so she was very supportive.
1: Mm, that's good, at least.
3: Um. So, I had a I had a few members of my family that were, you know, being good to me. So I felt I felt good. Um, but it was, you know, it was definitely those formative years, you know, between 18 and I would say 22, those four years were really, uh, formative, really built up the, the platform of mm-hmm, who I am right. today, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, that, that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's my coming out yeah. story.
1: <laughs> Are you getting a little teary eyed right now? Yeah, I can hear a it in bit. your voice. It's hard to see the, uh from the computer from where we're sitting, but, um, just holding you and hugging you <laughs> that's and okay. loving you. Silhouettes. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. That's fucked up and shitty and mm-hmm. clearly still like holds some pain in your heart, you know, reliving that. Do you have a relationship with your dad now?
3: No, not really. No, he, he's, He's sort of the same as he's always been. Uh very conservative Republican. You know, he he's the one that kind of, you know, is like, oh, you know, why 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 do they have to shove it down our throats when they see like, you know, any anything gay on TV? Good God,
1: God. ridiculous. <laughs> There's a few of those in so. my family. Mm-hmm. So. So uh,
3: so I don't I don't really have a relationship with that's probably
0: for the best I don't I think people are far too patient and forgiving with their family sometimes I'm like fucking cut them off they're Mm -hmm. not good for your well being at all I just feel I I mean I feel lucky because. And maybe it's easier said than done. Maybe I just, like, haven't had to actually do that. So it's easy for me to say, but I just, my patience with that kind of stuff is Mm -hmm. very low. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because also, you have so many people in your life that genuinely love you for who you are. So, I mean, blood or not, like, it you kind of have to choose your family and if they don't want to be around that's kind of their loss. Oh, absolutely. Um so do you think that I can want to take that part like point of your life and go from like how that led into your spiritual journey and like how you became this witchy man yourself?
3: <laughs> <laughs> um so you know, when I was uh, around like 13, uh, I would say it was probably around 13 or 14. I was living in Virginia. Um, you know, the, that's sort of the time when everybody's kind of going through Mm -hmm. their sexual awakening and kind of uh, coming to terms Mm -hmm. and understanding, uh, you know, their identity. Um, and (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, at that time, you know, having been indoctrinated with how my family mm-hmm. was, um, I kind of, you know, I, okay, I always okay. knew I was gay from the <laughs> earliest <laughs> memory I have to, you know, now. No <laughs> question. Um, but right around, right around like, going on. right around like 13, you know, I was I was trying to lean into the mm-hmm. Christian faith, mm-hmm. you know, thinking, well, maybe I can mm. pray it away, you know. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to say I didn't have a, a great experience when it yeah. came to the church. Like I went to a church. It was kind of like a karaoke <laughs> church, which was so fantastic. Um, <laughs> they they would they would have they had a karaoke machine oh on gosh. the stage and, you know, if you felt so called by the <laughs> Lord to sing a song, uh, then they would allow it. And it was... Like,
1: was any song? Absolutely
3: terrible, but also Did fantastic. You get up, I said,
1: like, any What's song? That? Did you get up there and sing Mariah?
3: <laughs> oh, of course not. I wasn't that confident at that time. <laughs> Besides, my, my whistle register still needs a little work. <laughs> <laughs> um so but i you know i I leaned into the Christian faith, I was trying my damnedest to to you know do what I felt at the time was right um and you know the my whole coming out experience, and then you know um being on my own and and being able to experience like a a, a the gay culture mm-hmm. you know um sort of. Inspired me to unlearn some things that I had convinced myself was reality um, and you know, having having taken such a deep dive into Christianity, you know, I had to swim mm-hmm. back up
0: so when when you were trying to like, pray the gay away, what well, like at what point did you realize, like, That is not a thing. This is like not going to, this is who I am. Or did you pretend for a while that like it was working? Did you ever try to date women? Like, what did all of that look like when you were, you know, 13, 14?
3: So I had one girlfriend um, in my entire (laughs)
0: life.
3: (laughs) It was, oh, I'm not going (laughs) to
2: say her name
3: because she, she she kind of didn't deal with my coming out all that well her older sister was the same age age as my sister tracy and they were really good friends in high school while i was dating the little sister um in middle school um and you know they they still talk like tracy and and her older sister they still talk and they're still friends um but you know the girl I was dating, she was, uh, she was like, did I do something that did this to him? Like she was taking on responsibility for my sexual identity, which com- has no. nothing to do yeah. with her by any means. But so I don't know. I just, I don't think she That's would want totally to be name.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so
0: Um, yeah, so you had a girlfriend and then did you realize like this ain't it? Like how did all of that go with the pray and the gay way?
3: Well, I was the one in church who was like, Well why why this when it said that before? And then they would take me aside and be like, You're asking way too many questions. So I was like, okay, all right. So I, I kind of internalized that Mm. and I kept my, uh, composure, Mm -hmm. you know, during church hours (laughs) or whatever. Um, but it did sort of plant the seed of doubt that this was not my, my path. Um, and so I was unpacking all of that, um, all in the meanwhile, you know, I'm. I was always very intrigued, and and you know, it piqued my interest to go into the occult, into folklore. You know, um, studying the Salem witch trials and you know things along those lines. So, that was that was my middle school. <laughs> <laughs> and then of course, and then of course, the craft came out. So. Yeah. Uh, that point. Um, <laughs> So okay. true. I think I think that movie played into everybody's totally awakening. Agree. I agree.
1: <laughs> if you were an '80s or '90s baby, for sure. Uh, <laughs> oh,
0: absolutely. Millennials. <laughs> light as a feather, stiff as a boy.
1: <laughs> Did you have any other friends <laughs> at that time who were also interested, where you could be accepted for that? Yeah.
3: Not at that time, no. So you're just
1: like super no, closeted I mean, I was... on all levels, studying away, learning the things that you have an interest for, and learning your body and learning just who Joey is and telling everyone. and yeah, just walking <laughs> around like trying to be what other people want Joey to be on the outside. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Basically. That's, uh... Um you know it was it was kind of like i was living inside Mm -hmm. a shell and the shell was what i was presenting to the world um and i was staying inside
0: that's so fucked up because i feel like that is literally what society wants like Mm -hmm. not all of society but like the the people that don't understand or are also living in their little shells themselves like they want you to just be in this tiny little shell and just wither away and away until you're so small you don't have an opinion or, mm, like, mm-hmm. any kind of real stance, I guess. Like, mm-hmm. it's just so, so
3: totally. sad. And totally. don't ask
1: any questions. <laughs> Put it on the shelf. Yep. Right. Yep.
3: Your opinion is only valid so long as mm-hmm. it fits my mm-hmm.
1: own. Stamps. So... <clears throat> Okay, Um, so you moved in with Kelly and now you're like, mm -hmm. like, did you feel a sense of freedom then to be like, well, now I'm outed. And so I could just kind of start to chip away the shell and be a little bit more who I feel I am. Mm
3: -hmm. Mm -hmm. It took a little while. Um, I mean, it, it does take a while to sort of chip away at this thing that you've been building up for years and years, sometimes you do have to just break yourself and put yourself back together. Um,
0: So what did that look like for you?
3: So once, once I've moved out, I was living on my own. Um, I had basically decided that the Christian faith was not mine. (laughs) Um, You know, then I, then it was sort of asking questions of myself of, well, who, who am I, you know, um, that took some time to figure out. And I think everybody sort of struggles with, you know, figuring out who they are, who, who they are most authentically. Um, you know, I think a lot of people struggle with like, imposter syndrome or, you know, feeling that they don't deserve space. Mm
1: -hmm. Especially like in your twenties. I mean, you literally are given the opportunity to become who you think you are, who you want to be. And then you're influenced by like a whole different set of rules In your 20s and you're trying to break away from the, yeah what you've been told you're supposed to do in your 20s growing up, you Mm -hmm. know, just trying to, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's just kind of the theme for your 20s, I think too. And even in your 30s, you're still trying to step into that authenticity, but you don't, I mean, most, I don't, most people, I don't like care as much anymore in my thirties, like I did in my twenties, what people think or (laughs) I still care (laughs) to a degree for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think just being human. Yeah, exactly. It's, you know, it it is definitely a a big changing period in your lifetime as a human being in your twenties, trying to figure out who you are and how you want to present yourself to the world.
3: Absolutely. Yeah, and a lot of it is is unlearning and unpacking the things that you grew up with. Um, So I mean, because I'm I'm an early 80s baby. So, you know, I think in my parents ideals, you know, we grow up, we graduate, we graduate, we get married, we have children. That's sort of the nuclear dynamic. Every everybody's destined to follow that structure and, you know, um, continue uh, being a cog in the mechanism.
0: <laughs> you go to a job that you hate for 50 fucking <laughs> years. You don't complain. Mm-hmm. You exactly. retire and you die. Yeah.
3: You, you retire. No, you. And then nine years later, you die.
0: Yeah. yeah. No fucking it, and <laughs> thank you. that's if you're <laughs> lucky. no Mm -hmm. kidding yeah I mean I am like if you're early 80s I 10 years younger so I do think so my mom's only like 55 now so my growing up experience definitely I mean my mom is very open-minded but what is different my parents are younger Mm -hmm. and then you see that like our generation raising kids is going to be so fucking awesome. I'm so excited <laughs> to see like the way that my friends kids are able to just be as fucking weird and authentically themselves as they want. If they want to fucking paint their nails and wear a tutu, but also mm-hmm. carry around a dump truck and like whatever, <laughs> like you can do whatever you want. It doesn't matter. Yes. Like I'm just absolutely excited to see that change happen yeah
3: and i i i've said it before but i think that we are living in a very interesting time right now like these yeah. last
2: mm-hmm.
3: these last 50 years and the 50 years moving you know from now yeah. like we are in an age of technology where mm-hmm. you know science and medicine and tech you know everything's advanced so exponentially quickly you know it's like the last 30 years the last 20, the last 10 years, even the last five years, like things have just, you know, been moving so quickly, you know, it's kind of like what, uh, the, um, one of the last wind down Wednesday's episode, Taylor, you were talking about like what you can do in a minute. Um, Mm -hmm. and it's, I think that we're just, you know, been sort of conditioned in a way with all of the things, you know, That are available to us today to constantly be seeking that, you know, dopamine.
0: Mm -hmm, uh, Absolutely. Hit.
3: In one form or another.
0: (laughs) That makes me think of sometimes I'm like, okay, so my grandma is like. 78 she's doing fine and it's like we've spent so much time just like on the health and wellness of everything like I'm so paranoid all the time of like what I'm putting in my body how many hours I'm sleeping all the exercise and it's like she didn't do any of that shit and she's fine it's like are we all just have too much information and now we're just overthinking every single little thing it's like too much you just have to like be a human for a while Yeah,
3: totally. And it's all (laughs) subjective. I mean, you know, some things work for other people and some things don't work. You know, like, Mm -hmm. I, I read this article about this, like, woman who's 107 years old or something like that. And they're like, you know, what's the secret to longevity? And she's like, I drink a Dr. Pepper every day yeah
0: you know that's what i said about kurt's old neighbor he was like 100 and he was like he would walk seven miles to go get his pack of cigarettes and bottle of whiskey (laughs) and then he would walk the seven miles home and that was his secret to longevity yeah do it again the next day
1: so funny
0: um tangent yeah love <laughs> I
1: it, love it. <laughs> so um where are yeah, we bring in us your back, life bring, right bring now. us back to your like spirituality and discovering more about the occult and like what your 20s looked like and just right you know ha- what what occurred that brought you closer to you now
3: honestly I you know other than reading books um I think that my my spiritual awakening happened with you, Amber. Yay! Um, because you and I both kind of <laughs> picked it up Came at the back. same time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which I think mm-hmm. was like, what was it, 2017? Or was it 18? I think it was 17.
1: 17, I think. Yeah, like near... Yeah, that like sounds about right. End of summer time. Like, yeah. I think we, we both had our own like kind of more private practices that weren't on any sort of schedule or anything, but it was like, we've dabbled in these things and we've enjoyed these things. And, you know, I think we connected and realizing like, man, we've been friends for a while. Why have we never talked about this really? (laughs) (laughs) And then, yeah, started our moon rituals. It almost sounds like you guys kind of gave each other
0: permission to be that. um, And like, be yourselves in that way too
1: yeah i think I oh totally we definitely did correct yeah which is
0: super weird because when i was in the bathroom right before we started this i was like thinking how i needed to say on here just like surround yourself with people that allow you mm. to explore your spirituality or your sexuality or whatever weird hobby you have or whatever i literally wrote it down right before yeah. we started and so just
1: like hearing you guys say that is so comforting it, it helps so much to to connect with people who are kind of a judgment-free zone for you. And, you know, of course, having some similar interests helps to spark those things in your life. But yeah, I, I mean, okay. So I kind of, I think part of it was we had this old friend and we ended up meeting these, "Quote unquote witches at a karaoke oh, here night, we go. <laughs> <laughs> and like to me, I was like really excited at first because it was something I, I'm always craving and wanting to get back into, and like you know, just kind like it's just such a, a beautiful opportunity to be intentional with yourself and your day and your week, and like just I don't know, it's a beautiful form of self care." So I was really excited to meet these, like, witchier women. And she, she had said something to me like, oh, you're a witch. And I was like, yeah, I know. I just don't do it. I'm like a witch who doesn't do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so we had connected. I don't remember if you were there that night, Joey, or not. I think we might have been like, oh, we can't wait for you to meet them. Doesn't I matter. think you
3: guys had met up a couple times before. And, like, okay. every single time I was out of town or I had other plans or something that prevented me from actually meeting up with you. Yeah. Um, And then I finally did.
1: (laughs) Yeah. and So they did like, they would try to put together moon rituals and like come together. And so we would go and, um, you know, it was just nice to like start that practice. Ultimately what they were doing is like pounding a bottle of whiskey and like airing out all their dirty laundry. And like, we never really did, anything it was just kind of like a bitch session which can be fine too Um, but that was literally what was happening every time and things got toxic another story for another time and so we stopped hanging out with them and Joey and I were like well we do really love the idea of gathering together on the moon like even if it's just you and I how about we try to do that So we started creating our own private me and Joey moon rituals on like the full moon and the new moon. And, and it was really great because I got to see this whole other side of Joey that I never knew. Like (laughs) he like came over and he's like, okay, it's the full moon and we're going to release what's no longer serving us. And he got these papers out and he wrote in fucking Latin <laughs> like the <this> spell. <laughs> and then we like, you know, we made I I don't remember, did we have a little fire or did we just light candles? I don't remember. Uh and so we're like outside and we like laid down this whole cloth. We brought all our crystals and our tarot cards and just, you know, anything that we wanted to charge with our energy. It was so beautiful and we just like hung out and we did, you know, share in our grievances and things that were going on in our lives that we were wanting to release just to kind of one, grow closer, mm-hmm. be together, but to amplify the energy of the releases or the calling in. So, you know, we really would talk about like what was going on in our life that had been holding us back so that we could workshop it together and actually take action on healing those things mm-hmm. or moving through that energy. Um but yeah, I mean, he just was like, so fucking witchy. And I had no idea. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> look how cute you are. Now I'm gonna try to read Latin. I don't fucking know how to read Latin. <laughs> but it was like a fun experiment, you know, and just like, he had like this whole little book of shadows. And um, that did you make it or it's like, just so beautiful. I don't remember.
3: Oh no, I I didn't make it. I bought it at a just bookstore. A really cool book. It's it's just a mm. journal.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> um, it's like so fancy and gothic and
3: Yeah, hold like. on. I think I have it right here.
1: Yeah. Oh.
3: <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, I have it right here.
0: Oh my god. Yeah, look at it. It's how, just it's this just...
3: like felt. It's
0: so uh, beautiful.
3: Journal with like some gold some gold gilding on the side yeah um, it's so but, beautiful yeah so yeah so this, he'd been it's like kind of it's kind of like a little journal of my witchcraft journey <laughs> yeah he would like so. write
1: different spells in there for us and uh you know different intentions and like we it, we really put like so much energy into it together which was really nice mm-hmm. and it fueled both of us and i think like we both were going through really hard times at that time separately, like different situations, but it energized me so much and just, it, I don't know, it just was like, I'm, I'm showing up for myself and I'm showing up for my friend and we just get to be together. And if like the rest of the week is shitty, at least in two more weeks, we're going to do this again.
3: <laughs> and that was kind of right on the precipice of the infamous friend breakup.
1: Yes. Yes. Yep. For you, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was all right in that same time, and so going yeah. through that, it really gave me, it it gave me so much. Like I, I I literally don't have words for what that time with you was for me, and I mean through all all the whole fucking however long I was crying about it, Joey was the one like literally holding me and supporting me and just sharing in the energy even if it you know he couldn't make it go away or fix it or anything but he just was a phenomenal friend going through Mm -hmm. such a terrible heartbreak that I was in and yeah I fucking love you and thank you I know I (laughs) I love you too (laughs) um yeah and I think that
3: brings up a really good point as far as like you know supporting a friend in a really hard time like sometimes Mm -hmm. it's not about bringing solutions or repairing mm -hmm. anything sometimes it's just being there
0: yeah Yeah. I was literally thinking that yesterday I I don't always have the right thing to say, and I don't think you are supposed to Mm-mm. even sometimes say anything mm-hmm. like just holding space for people is like
1: mm-hmm.
0: um the most
1: important thing, totally it was incredibly valuable, mm-hmm. and it was like at least almost a full year of just like the same fucking circle jerk, yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> cool, no big news, but I'm still really upset about it. <laughs> This, this other thing happened where just making it a little bit worse. When am I going to fucking wake up and stop caring about this? <laughs> Probably <Yeah>. never. <laughs> well,
3: I mean, no, you I were right kind of getting led on. You
1: yeah, were kind of yeah, getting yeah, led yeah. on. Totally. Yeah. But, I mean, still, like, I, I, I do believe everything happens for a reason. I believe mm-hmm. that breakup was a big part of my spiritual awakening. Like, I had to go through that intense energy and loss to realign myself with myself and like doing things for me because I want to do them, not be, you know, Mm -hmm. waiting around for someone else to do them with me, which I was doing for Mm -hmm. a long time in that relationship, especially that last year. And, um, yeah, I mean, being able to tap into it, I mean, it gave me, uh, meat to work with when I was trying to learn tarot and all those things like, oh, what am I going to pull cards on today? I wonder what. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, you know, just really helped me dive into my spirituality and get more connected to using divination and working with the moon and connecting with friends. And it honestly, like, I remember Joey and I eventually opened up our circle to other people. And it was, really beautiful because it was a huge realization that like had that other friend not left my life, I would not be in that situation with all these incredible new people who were coming into my life. Like literally that door shut and like a big double French door opened up and all of these incredible beings that we were making friends with out in Denver invite and like they're all wanting to be witchy with us too so it was like all the like-minded people that were brought into my life because of this one big major loss so mm-hmm. yeah you know
3: I mean it went from it. just you and me and then a month yeah. later the next full moon we were hosting 10 people
1: yeah that was which so was amazing <laughs> ridiculous <laughs> and they're all like looking to us for like direction and I mean it was just so funny because we were still in the infancy of our own ritual makings you know (laughs) like what does this look like for us and like we didn't know much but people craved (laughs) that also and wanted to be a part of it and it was so beautiful to be able to connect with these incredible friends and hold space for them and give them a platform to release and to Mm -hmm. call in and focus on their manifestations. So beautiful. And we did that together. We created this incredible (laughs) magic and yeah, I feel like, I mean, the pandemic kind of slowed us down, of course, (laughs) put a stop to our rituals in person together, but you know, how long were you guys friends
0: before you both were like,
1: <laughs> I'm interested in this. What about you? Joey, take the floor. Talk about our friendship. Start from the very beginning. How did Okay, you- <laughs> so
3: I was born.
1: <laughs> and four years Fast later, forward. in two days, I was born. Oh, yeah, Joey and I, um, our birthdays are two days apart. <laughs> I knew that.
3: Um, So uh, we both met through a mutual friend um, Mm -hmm. on two separate occasions and two different mutual friends. So Mm -hmm. the first time I was living in Albuquerque, I was living upstairs to a mutual friend. Amber was in town visiting from Arizona. She was living in Tucson at the time. And, you know, so I reached out to my friend, I was like, what are you doing? I'm off today. And she's like, well, I've got my friend from Arizona here. Let's all hang out. I was like, cool, let's do it. So I came downstairs, um, got introduced, you know, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't really think that I would... (laughs) see this girl ever again we were just going to hang out for the day we want I think we watched Hedvig and the Angry Inch I think that we day. watched
1: Hedwig yeah it was so much fun and we smoked a couple joints
3: yes we did <laughs> <laughs> um and then so fast forward a few years later you know I moved to Denver and then another friend that we know Cheyenne hi Cheyenne hi
2: Cheyenne um,
3: <laughs> She, she moved to Denver a few months later. Like I moved in January, she moved in May. And then, uh, that whole summer, it was the summer of 2013. Oh, that was, it's infamous. It's solidified in our friendship. This <laughs> the summer, <best> summer
1: ever. <laughs> uh, It
3: was so great. We had a magical time. Was um, fun. So you were living in Longmont at that time and mm-hmm. you were coming down to, you know, slumber party with us every weekend, pretty much. Mm-hmm and then six months later was when i realized holy shit <laughs> you're arizona we've <laughs> yeah. met before
0: oh my god Oh my god. which is also <laughs> super weird that so all three of you lived in albuquerque mm-hmm. and then denver Mm-hmm. that's fucking weird
1: well so yeah. cheyenne and i and the friend that he lived above we all went to high school together okay. so that's how i knew both of them how did you all end up in denver Yeah, that's just by chance. Bizarro. So my family is like from Colorado. My mom Mm. moved us back and forth between New Mexico and Colorado so much growing up. Mm -hmm. And so they both were like my homes. And then after living in Arizona, I was missing home. And my mom and stepdad had moved to back to Colorado Mm. and I had gone to visit. We lived in Southern Colorado growing up and they were now living in North, Northern Colorado. And I had visited for the first time. I had never been North of Denver and briefly went through Denver and was like, Oh my God, it's like a whole nother world. It's so beautiful here. And so I really wanted to move back and be closer to my family. My sister was having babies. So I moved back, uh, probably 2011, I think, Mm. And then Cheyenne was – she had come to visit me shortly after I moved there and had also fallen in love. She was shopping around to, for grad school, like where to go. Oh, okay. And so she decided to apply at DU and got accepted. So then the following year, she moved to Denver for grad school. And then I was like, I'm never going to see my best friend if she's going to grad school and I'm living an hour north of her and I only have Sundays off that would match her mm-hmm. schedule. So I was like, I'm moving to Denver so that I can see her any chance that she's not in school or work. And so that's when I met, re-met Joey. And was then how did you time. end up in Denver?
3: Uh, so I ended up in Denver because uh, my partner's family is from here. So okay. we, his grandparents were getting older in their winter years Uh, we decided to move to Denver to be a little closer to family. Um, So we ended up, um, you know, selling the house we were living in in Albuquerque and and moving to Denver in January uh, of 2013. The September before was when I first met Cheyenne, and it was because Mm -hmm. um, she was trying to rekindle a friendship with Amber and I's mutual ex-friend now. (laughs) <laughs> um so i had met cheyenne just the one time before and she's like well i'm gonna be going to grad school so we should hang out and i was like absolutely
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. you guys were meant to all
1: yeah be together yeah totally oh, and it's interesting it too, like
3: written in the stars <laughs> yeah
1: through through that friend breakup it's like we always return back to that is like no matter what heartache we went through or confusions or whatever, like it helped us grow and ultimately brought us together. Mm-hmm. And we, like, are so fucking meant to be lifelong friends. Yep. 100%. Love. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, old friend. <laughs> I'm going to
0: take a pee break.
1: Potter, potter, potter. Be right back. Okay.
3: I mean, that definitely brings up a good topic in regards to the witchcraft community in general, is that there are some members who are problematic in that they are exclusionary to queer and trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those those self-proclaimed witches who think that witchcraft is exclusively female um, Mm. is incredibly toxic to the community and exclusionary. And I think it's just ridiculous. That is
0: similar to the... um like the new age spirituality being the pipeline to basically the alt right and like QAnon. It's oh, like, I did
1: hear something like that well, recently. Yeah, like, it's like, well,
0: it. I don't know. I'm like, how did you wait, get there? What? So there's yeah. this whole like, the very extreme like new age spirituality is definitely a pipeline to like the alt right and um, like QAnon stuff. So thinking like these people are so far out so far out like i it's like okay i get i get it but like let's bring it back down to reality a little bit Mm -hmm. and so it's like kind of similar i feel like to what you were just talking about with like witchcraft community excluding people i also just like people with such rigid guidelines to anything Mm -hmm. i'm like let's be let's
1: flow with life a little bit here Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's really no fucking rules except don't hurt yourself, don't hurt others, and try not to hurt the earth. Mm-hmm.
3: Right. Which
1: Isn't hurt? there a specific witchcraft writer that kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for?
3: Oh, kind of I ignited know who you're that. About. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think it was a book called Witch by Lisa Lister, who was very much about the power is in the pussy. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are not female, you do not belong to witchcraft, which is absolutely ridiculous. Because if she she had done any research at all, the Salem witch trials, nine out of the 19 who were massacred that day were men.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, full body chills
1: mm-hmm. holy shit! A little, a little yeah you're like just peeping so, history for that's a second. literally
0: <laughs> almost half yeah.
1: yeah yeah literally yeah like wow
0: yeah. I mean there's those, is those power... people who I I
3: don't know it's those people who I who I call the gatekeepers
0: <laughs> yeah and they speak through
3: a voice of arrogance they think they know you know the right way to do it. When in fact, there are no rules, just like Amber said. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I kind of feel like they are the gatekeepers. And I'm kind of like the greeter, (laughs) the door greeter. I'm like, (laughs) hi, welcome. This is witchcraft. (laughs) You're welcome. Come on in.
1: (laughs) You (laughs) totally are.
3: (laughs) It was actually really nice to like hear Amber talk about her uh, spiritual journey and how involved I was in that. And then also mm-hmm. hearing Julia's, yes. uh, own story as well. And I feel like really validated by hearing, you know, what role I played, um, yeah. when, you know, at the time I wasn't really aware <laughs> what impact totally. I was making on, on them.
1: Totally. Yeah. I was surprised too when Julia had shared that, like, we were her, like, uh, launching pad basically mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like oh I had no I idea I totally and thought what, you were straight up a witch too
3: <laughs> holy shit what a humbling experience because that fucking bitch is so powerful, <laughs> powerful. and so yeah. wonderful oh, yeah. like oh ugh, yeah I absolutely adore Julia she's so yeah. phenomenal
1: lovely ugh. yes so glad you brought that witch into my life <laughs> <laughs> absolutely I like,
3: you and her romance is just like filling me with life i yes. love your, your friendship
1: oh i love her so much i
0: <laughs> i think your are like talking to julia was also a nice reminder that like it doesn't matter at what like stage you are mm-hmm. in like your spirituality or your growth and there is nobody that like knows more or better like we're mm-hmm. all always fluctuating in like different points and parts Mm -hmm. and like yeah it doesn't really matter where you are as long as you're practicing and trying to be a better person
1: yeah it's not a place for comparison like because especially in the world of witchcraft there are so many different fucking avenues to go down and like there's interests that I'm gonna have, and different interests that you're gonna have, and different interests that you're gonna have. And then we all get to kind of bring in our like nerdy witch knowledge together and be like, Ooh, but did you know this? Let's all learn a little bit about this too. It's like a witch soup. Yeah. Like, it's not a the <laughs> Yeah. There's not this hierarchy, uh, at, at least not in my world. I know it does exist, I acknowledge it exists. Uh, but not in my world, and I'm not. I'm not attracting that either. That's not coming into my world, because I I'm a newbie. Is even though I've been doing this for several years and like have really stayed on my path. I mean, I'm still not fucking doing a moon ritual every single month necessarily. I acknowledge the moon's there. I'll look at her. You also I might, don't have to. No, you don't have to. It's not like there aren't these fucking rules. And I'm still a witch. I'm just as much yeah. a witch. Today, as I was when I, when Joey and I did our Mm -hmm. first moon ritual together. And I'm always learning and always finding new interests and things to be excited about Mm -hmm. and grow my knowledge. And then I find people who want to hear a little bit about what I just learned. And then we get to nerd out together. Yep.
3: Right. And I mean, that's kind of what this whole podcast is about. It's not about speaking from a point of expertise. It's no, about absolutely. just ex- sharing your life experience and, you know, what, what, you know,
0: exactly. Um, and I hope this platform is like really validating to other people that are yeah. like, oh, well, oh, I don't know. Or just nervous to either be themselves or explore more mm-hmm. and just like realize, okay, we all call ourselves witches, but we're definitely not experts. No. So like you can,
1: you can, and you are too. Yeah. Absolutely. And Joey will be there to greet you at the door. <laughs> that's right. Hi, welcome. <laughs> Here's your welcome basket. <laughs> Love it. Um, I don't know. Is there like anything else that's coming to mind with you and your journey or things that you'd want to share about that? Or what does your practice look like these Mm -hmm. days or any, any, any other witchy Joey wisdom? So
3: a couple, well, I think it was actually last year, wasn't it? The, when you, uh, booked us the, um, natal chart reading with Carly Wharton.
1: Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. That was for our birthdays Uh, last year. Which
3: was incredibly mind blowing. She is fantastic. Um,
1: yeah, we'll have to have her sometime
3: too. Absolutely. If she's open to it, I would love to listen to that episode. She's Mm -hmm. fantastic. And I, she's such a wonderful person to talk to just, we were going on and on. And like, then it was coming up on the last 15 minutes. And we were like, Okay, here's what we need to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But she, she evaluated my natal chart, but then she also went into um, a human design
1: uh, reading,
3: which I had never even heard of before she brought it up during our session. Um, and that was really eye-opening because, you know, the, um, the chart was telling me that I was an experimenter basically, uh, which resonated with me because ultimately all through my life, I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Um, (laughs) but jumping from one thing to the next, to the next, to the next. And it's because I, will hyper fixate on this thing master it and then i'll move on to something else and start Mm -hmm. you know experimenting once again and that's kind of that experimentation phase is where i really thrive so my uh spiritual journey into witchcraft doesn't necessarily um settle on you know tarot or you know Mm -hmm. runes or you know um any specific practice moon rituals um, astrology or whatever, um, I kind of dabble into it all, and kind of am forming, forming my own sort of uh, world out of it.
1: Yeah, love it. I love that same. So I don't know what
3: runes are.
1: Joey, tell us a little bit about runes.
3: So runes are uh, basically a set of twenty five. Uh, symbols um let me let me show you a couple okay um they all come from uh nordic tradition and they as far as i know anyway and i could be totally wrong in all of this um is that you know they they're they're very ancient in to to a more pastoral lifestyle and where, you know, people were um, gauging their prosperity based on how many cows they had or how mm. plentiful their harvest was. You know, the the um, turning of the season and, you know, the, the uh, phases of the moon helped them keep track of their time. Um, the runes were set in um more of a uh like ancient divination style before tarot cards um mm. and I don't want to talk about it too much because I haven't really been practicing so I could say something wrong and I don't want to offend
0: That's a, um, yeah. well, okay. Well, great. But yeah.
3: They they typically come in the in the form of like um Wooden discs okay. uh, made from hawthorn, um, but I've got I've got these cards, um, and they kind of let me see mm, if I can mm-hmm. show okay. you some of them. But they're okay. just different symbols, uh, okay. all of which have like a, a story behind them, um, and the stories themselves are basically more like parables in which you can then. Same as tarot, you know, extract a message out of it. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've been I've been sort of playing around with uh, integrating tarot reading with um, accompanying accompaniment of runes. Um, So that's kind of been what I've been dabbling and experimenting Mm -hmm. with lately.
1: (laughs) I love that. That just reminds me, too, um, when, when Joey and I are in person, he and I love to read for other people together as a duo because we play off of each other's energy and intuition and always come up with, like, such a fabulous reading. I don't know what it is. We just have this special, like... I just see like a lightning bolt, like type of energy (laughs) between us. Well, we like
3: like to joke that we have the same brain. (laughs)
1: Yes. (laughs) But
3: in all reality, like, you know, the, uh, the things that you, uh, Amber, uh, interpret from the cards, and the way that i interpret the cards is very different and when we mm-hmm. you know do it together we both formulate a a, a very powerful reading powerful exactly um, <laughs> you know based on our differing perspectives of of interpreting the read mm. the, the the spread itself so i love tapping do into me, that energy yeah, I, I
1: adore it <laughs> i love love reading cards with you <laughs> <laughs> okay well you'll be here soon i'll get my <laughs> yeah. reading for you both yeah it's real fun too <laughs> just made me think of that um love that I love that. I love those runes cards so much too they're so beautiful and love that you bring both of those energies in together because they both are a form of divination and a way to you know read energy mm-hmm. of a situation and I love yeah. that that's something that you understand to a degree or like nerd out on i'm getting i'm getting there
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'm getting something
1: that piques your interest i i love that that's something that you adore as a form of divination
0: what kind of deck do you want us to use for the card pull?
3: what are my options i'm well, a libra so know? i have to know all of my options
0: <laughs> okay i'll make amber get on it real quick
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> love it
2: oh, and he's like, like he's like enough. so
1: fucking libra in his chart too there's so I really much am. libra like he's the most libra libra
3: <laughs> i know that was one of the things that uh, carly pointed out in my natal chart reading was like She's like, we got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is all this Libra. <laughs> I literally have five planets in Libra.
0: <laughs> I think my Scorpio is the same. Really? Yeah, it's like everywhere. all over, <laughs> Through and through.
3: Yeah. It's intense. I cannot make a decision for the life of me. <laughs> I've been trying to get better about it. <laughs>
0: i love the libra memes i always feel like i'm like because my best friend's a libra too and i'm like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> what was that one it was like oh i'm so stressed out today and it's like well it's tuesday and you're a libra it's like <laughs> that's right you're totally right
0: <laughs> okay amber's going i am i'm gonna read you the options of the cards okay which we should pull from the Quartz and Rainbows anyways, because that's the best one. Um, so you have the Sexiest Deck Alive. I you love have, it. Oh, it's a good one. You have the Mystic Rebel, the Rose Oracle, which is a good one. Uh, Vision Quest is the Native American Wisdom Tarot, and then the Moon Deck.
3: Okay. I definitely want to draw a card from The Sexiest Deck Alive by Gigi Sauvage. Yeah. She is fantastic. Agreed. She's so wonderful. Um agreed. She had she had, had uh this like um kind of giveaway on her Instagram.
0: Yeah, I follow um, her Instagram. But and I
3: didn't see that. she she gifted me with a, a her learning to fly course. Fly being an acronym oh. meaning "fucking love yourself."
0: Oh my god! Uh,
3: and it was it was really intense. Like it's like fifteen days. She sends you like an email with a video with instructions on what to do to fucking love yourself. And it's like oh. you know, all right, here we're going to talk about like relaxing and. It's going to be self-care day. We're going to take a bubble bath. We're going to show appreciation and gratitude for, you know, the arms and the legs and the fingers and the, you know, the stomach, you know, uh, it was just wonderful. And then she would have a few like more, uh, emotionally rocking days,
0: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> like write a letter to your parents. And I was like, Oh God. <laughs>
0: I need to do this. He's talking about the um Gigi Sauvage. Oh, I had a feeling, yeah. yeah. So we're going to pull from that deck and then we'll do a um the Quartz and Rainbow.
1: Awesome. I knew you were going to want the sexiest deck. I felt that like it would be perfect. Great. Which honestly, two uh, like, do these such decks a together for Gigi um, Sauvage. Yeah. yeah, me too. Do we want to do we do questions first and then yeah. card? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so By Joey, the way, hi, Rachel. <laughs> hi, Rachel. <laughs> hey, girl. So, Joey, we uh, love to ask our guests two questions near the end of the episode. And mm-hmm. the first question is, what is something self-care that you just can't live without that you love to practice for yourself?
3: I would say tapping into your creative energy. And mm. for me, like drawing is a, a creative outlet for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, it helps with just, I mean, for me anyway, <laughs> I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I'm pretty good at drawing. So when I, <laughs> when I do draw something, I feel really good. Like yes. I have a sense of accomplishment. Like I'm really proud of what, what I produce. So, you know, if I'm feeling a little run, run down or uh, not good about myself, I'll typically pick up a pencil and start drawing and like, whatever comes out is just fantastic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like I love Where that. do you get your inspiration from your, um, for your art, I guess. Or like, how do you, psych yourself up to get in the flow of that
3: i mean a lot of it as far here's what i say about creative energy
2: <laughs>
3: don't wait for the motivation to hit you before you start something do it and the mm-hmm, motivation absolutely. will come
0: mm-hmm. i think that's like most things in life right yeah <laughs> yeah
3: <For sure. laughs>
0: just, just do it
3: <laughs> sometimes you just gotta get up and do it
1: <laughs> So true. It's my pep talk to the gym. so <laughs> <Yeah>. same. <laughs> Joey is an incredible artist, and um, I would love to see some of your art. Yeah, I, I'm always encouraging him to make magic happen because it's always so beautiful when. He gets in his creative flow and he just can't stop for a while. So, good. <laughs> <laughs> so we
0: ask every guest at the end of the podcast, if you could tell your younger self one thing, what would it be?
3: If I could tell my younger self something, it would have to be that you have to hold space for yourself. Um. Mm-hmm. it's 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 important that you love yourself yes before you're able to love anything else
1: Hmm. Mm. agreed that makes my heart <laughs> like i just feel like the mm. <sighs> yeah i just feel that i feel it yes that's such good advice and so important, and not always easy to do. But That's we right. all yeah. are worthy of loving ourselves. And when you do love yourself, so much magic happens around you. Yeah. And do you love to, yourself right kind now, of, Joey?
3: <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm getting better at it.
1: <laughs> Good.
3: I think it's I think it's a lifelong journey
2: (laughs) Um, but also
3: to spring spring from what Monica was saying in the in the last episode you know I think it's important that everybody uh, knows that you know you are welcome to take up space Mm
2: -hmm. because
3: space is not finite it is infinite Mm -hmm, so don't feel bad about taking up that space take up as much as you need there's plenty of it
1: (laughs) yeah
0: and whatever and whoever is meant to be around you in that space will come yes
1: yeah yes that's i this is coming through right now i just have to say it because i was thinking about this the other day uh when we were going to pascals for the first witchy night is like I almost started crying as soon as I pulled into the parking lot because I was like, Mm -hmm. one, this is what an incredible experience that I'm about to have that I didn't have to like really try hard to get involved in. It was just simply me being myself, Mm -hmm. being who I am naturally and getting comfortable with who I am and because I got comfortable with who I am, these beautiful souls came into my life, which aligned me on this path to be here right now at this, fa- at this fabulous winery, my favorite in Southern Oregon with like the most incredible family that works there. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I know you and you're a witchy babe and I want you to come be a part of this witchy night. And so simply just being who I am, brought me the opportunities that I'm getting right now and it's not easy to do that but it is so fucking worth it when you finally own who you are and and align yourself to be more authentically yourself and when you do life fucking happens yeah the doors open the doors open absolutely the universe brings you the weird. people yes <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> and i still have room for growth like there's still more levels of my authenticity that have yet to emerge. emerged like i'm mm-hmm. not 100 percent me and i know that and i'm so excited to see who she becomes and the shit that happens in her life because she is who she fucking is Woo! so that's permission for you yes <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: Okay, Joey. I'm going to like kind of flip through these cards and I want you to say stop when you feel like it. I'm going. <laughs> I can't see.
3: You guys are like well, i'm
0: am going a so bit yeah. <laughs> I'm shuffling right now, so stop. Okay. Uh, bun dance. Ooh. <laughs> you need to move your body and welcome shifts out of lack and into abundance shake that lack shit off seduce yourself and be open and receptive to all the abundance abundance <laughs> all around you and so
1: it is yes baby <laughs> I love that <laughs> I love that too oh Gigi Savage Agree. you gorgeous human Love her art, love her magic. Amazing. Love this deck. And then one more. If you're not following
3: Gigi Sauvage, you have to. She's fantastic.
1: She's so amazing. (laughs) Oh, oh, okay.
2: (laughs) I guess that's the one.
1: (laughs) This is Taylor's card that she had on her the background background of of her phone. phone for months. Is the one that just flipped out. It's hashtag two, two, two. Bitch, stop worrying. Everything is working out in your favor as usual. Yes. Yes, bitch. <laughs> Love what that. an
0: amazing card.
1: <laughs> so good. <laughs> what an amazing interview. Finally. Yes. Finally, Yay. our Joey. <laughs> Thank you so much for being vulnerable today and sharing your life story and sharing your energy. I love you immensely. I'm so grateful for you and everything that we've done to grow together and all our future growth that we have ahead of us as well. (laughs) Um, If people would love to follow you and connect with you, where can they find you?
3: Um, So, I've got two different Instagram accounts. My personal account is at funkyhomosexual. Um, it's private, <laughs> so you'll have to request it. <laughs> so that's fine. <laughs> um, you can DM me if you have questions or if you're just going into uh, introducing yourself to witchcraft, you want to talk about some things or just feel validated, you can definitely mm. DM me and I can show you. I can show up for you. <laughs> He'll um, open the if door. you want to follow <laughs> if, yeah, absolutely. I'll greet you at the door. Um, <laughs> and then if you want to follow my art, it's at Giuseppe arts 303. Um, <laughs> I haven't posted in a while, but you know, I, I've been meaning to, so it's okay. <laughs> you can check out my previous stuff if you want.
1: Yes. You also have a third Instagram. Oh, account. I was going to say, isn't there like a <laughs> we like didn't a talk about horror movie <laughs> account?
3: Oh, yeah, I am. I am a horror movie savant, as our friend Cheyenne has, uh, aptly labeled me. Um, I was about to say, who I, am I, I following? Horror. I
0: thought it was Joey.
1: <laughs>
3: It's well that, that account it's, is the three of us.
1: It's a it's okay. a project between the three of us. The hashtag cunts we call ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Me, Joey, and Cheyenne. <laughs> uh, but Joey is really the best at uh, managing and doing anything on that account. <laughs> <laughs> so it's practically his account.
3: <laughs> it's called Buckets O'Blood.
1: <laughs> I post the movies Not that it. I
3: watch there.
1: <laughs> he watches.
3: That's really just anything fun. that's
1: <laughs> amazing and wonderful in the theaters, or anything uh, that is like D rated <laughs> and below. Oh my gosh, I he's mean, a big okay. fan of those B rated. Considering movies.
3: considering that this is going out to the masses, if you have not seen <laughs> Night of the Demons, mm-hmm. oh, okay. it's my my love song for <laughs> for horror it's just the yes. best
1: <laughs> yeah if you, if you enjoy is, horror movies it is it is really yeah and it is like our our uh, our movie anthem <laughs> for you me and Cheyenne for our horror our horror ugh, horror club it is the <laughs> anthem of buckets of blood <laughs> well yeah. <laughs>
3: Okay, technically, that's Hatchet.
1: Uh, well, that was kind of all we in the wa- same we night. Were watch-
3: <laughs> we were watching Hatchet, and that's when they that,
1: that threw is, a yeah. bucket
3: of blood on a tree. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and
2: He's
1: all of those wonderful. movies are
3: fantastic, too. Practical yeah. special effects, totally trump all special effects. I'm sorry, but cgi just has nothing on practical special
1: effects it's true. in my opinion
3: <laughs> so
1: our jelly the man of many interests i love you you're amazing thank you so much i love you too i can't wait to see you
0: and soon. i'm so excited to meet
3: you in a couple weeks taylor yeah.
0: <laughs> yes big hugs are coming yes and i'll be able to drink wine by then yes
1: we will have fantastic
3: (laughs) thank you for having me on i appreciate it
1: thank you so much we're so grateful and can't wait for everyone to finally meet joey drink some water all i can think of is drink water
0: Uh find a hot tub or hot spring. Get some electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just agree with everything you say right now. Um if you have been curious about an Oracle deck or a tarot
1: deck, buy yourself one. I love that. Yeah. Um unlock your creativity
0: write a letter to your inner child. masturbate. meditate. hallucinate. I was just like <laughs> looking for something
1: like that. <laughs> this episode was audio engineered by Rachel Ludeman. Find us on TikTok and Instagram at Waking Up the Witch. Please email us your witchy stories, ghost stories, corrections, and advice questions to wakingupthewitch at gmail.com. Love you. Love you.